to be here this evening to welcome Dr. Gomshayi back from his major occultation. Uh, in Persian, they say when someone has gone in, gone away and been long absent, they say he's gone into major occultation, referring to the 12th Imam uh, that's never reappeared in time after he passed away. Um, so here he is back again with us. Um, he gave us a wonderful series of lectures on Rumi, you may all recall, back in 1995, of which 10 tapes were published by Temenos Academy. Dr. Gomshayi is the former director of the National Library of Iran. He studied Arabic literature, grammar, logic, theosophy, theology, jurisprudence, and kalam at Tehran Seminary School receiving his B.A. in Islamic Theology and Philosophy in 1961 and his Ph.D. in Islamic Theology and Philosophy in 1965 from Tehran University. He currently lectures in Islamic Philosophy and Literature on a part-time basis at Tehran University. And he's author of numerous publications, including his collected essays in Persian, a selection, or an anthology of the discourses of Rumi, um, a critical edition of Hafez's poetry. He's also worked on Shakespeare, translating Shakespeare's, some of Shakespeare's poetry into, into Persian, and he's translated the poetry of Kathleen Rain also into Persian. Recently, he returned from Los Angeles something like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Uh, he was there for 40 days, and... Uh, had 25 lectures. Uh, so we are, I think everyone is delighted to have him now back in London to lecture to us. And uh, tonight, the subject of his talk is the divine nature and mystical message of music in the poetry of Nizami. Also, do, do not forget that he is going to be lecturing next Tuesday, a week from today, on the seven valleys of love, the evolution of man in the poetry of Ator. So let's all welcome Dr. Gomshi back. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so happy to find myself again in this academy of divine teachings, of divine light and creative imagination. And uh, please accept my salutations and greetings for the gathering we are going to have tonight which I want to call it a symposium, not in the political and economic connotations it has, but rather in the true sense, I mean in the literal sense of the word, which means sitting together and drink wine. Symposium means sitting together and then drink wine. And we are going to have a heading, I mean a wedding party Tonight, our minstrel is Nezomi, and we have narrators, and we have wine, and we have everything. So 
please accept my salutations for this gathering. Our wine is of such pure quality, which is not poured into one's mouth. It is poured into your ears. And, uh, you know, uh, wines of higher qualities are for the eyes and for the ears. And Rumi says, سوی سوراخی که نامش گوش هاست تا به باغ جان که میوش هوش هاست It goes into the hole of our ears and then from there it goes to the garden of soul whose fruit is wisdom and intelligence. And also let me commence my lecture as usual in the name of God. And I have often said that this name of God and this Bismillah, as we call it, is an integrated part of every discourse, particularly about music, which this name tunes us up so that we could understand what music is and we can hear the music of spheres. Why it tunes us up? Because the whole universe are using, are singing his name. They say he is, he is. They are glorifying him. As William Blake said uh, when he was asked what he would see when he sees the sun rising, he said, I see thousands of angels saying glory, glory. So the whole world, according to the Quran, are glorifying their Creator, their Lord. So, if in this great symphony all are tuned up in the name of God, if we just mention our own name, it is out of tune. So we have to forget our name, to deny our name, to be nobody, and then be initiated into the uh, secrets of the universal and spherical, I mean, music of the spheres. There are veils between us and this music. As Shakespeare says, it is this muddy vesture of decay that uh, hinders, that does not let us hear that music. Otherwise, if we are exempt from public haunt, we can find tongues in trees, books in the running brooks, sermons in stones, and good in everything. And as Jami says, Do you know what the lyre and the harp and the lute say? Antahasbi antarabbi yavadud. They say, oh, my Lord, you are sufficient for us. You are our Lord, our creator. Oh, our friend, so loving a friend thou art. These people who are freezed, actually, by attaching to these secular considerations, they have no taste for music. Otherwise, the whole world is filled 
برنه عالم را گرفته است این سرود The whole world is filled with this music Or according to Sadi, another great lyric poet جهان پر سما است و مستی و شور ولی کن چه بیند در آین کور The world is filled with sama, with dancing and music But a blind man and a deaf man, what could, what could he hear or see? When a donkey comes to joy and to ecstasy by listening to music, if the human beings are not responsive to music, then they should less than donkey. So, the name of God is the soul of our discourse. According to Sadi, actually music is calling the name of God. The fact that it makes us happy, it's because there is a news behind it. That is the news which remains news or remains new according to, I think, Eliot or some other modern poet. That's the news of eternity. That is the news of immortality, because we are trembling in this world that what would happen to us. But the music says that don't be afraid. You are going to live. Actually, music is a training course to uh, prepare our, ourselves for enjoying the pleasures that are coming, the pleasures of the hereafter. So, tonight our minstrel is Nezami, who according to, uh, again, William Blake, uh, hear the bard whose, whose ears have heard the, the holy word, a person who has heard the holy world, he is a good minstrel because he knows the holy world. He knows the name of God. And the poet who has heard the holy word, he is a good poet. So, there is a treasury of quotations about the nature of music. Actually, books have been compiled out of these quotations and there are so many other books written on the nature of music but they all tend to communicate to convey this meaning that music has something to do with eternity something to do with our immortal side with the immortal side of our being it has nothing to do with this transient world And that is why it is a joy forever. I want to quote some of these quotations. One is, when words fail and music starts, music trains us for the pleasures of the hereafter. 
According, I think it's by Dryden that um, the whole universe started from music because the whole world is, was in a chaos. So there was a voice, there was a, there was a song that started the whole world and turned uh, chaos into cosmos. And uh, the very famous uh, quotation by Shakespeare that a man that has no music of his own, nor is he not moved by the concord of sweet sounds, is fit for, for treasons, stratagems, and spoils. And that is the relationship between music and morality that uh, a person who... It is quite clear why. Because a person who doesn't enjoy harmony, he should enjoy disharmony. And all the crimes and all the bad and wrongdoings is nothing but disharmony. Music is a healer. Why? Because it tunes us up again. Because diseases are also coming out of tune. When you are out of tune, then you are... Uh, you don't feel well, there is something wrong with you. So music in two senses, for two reasons, uh, makes us better. First, it stimulates certain glands in our body to secrete some salutary uh, secretions which are good to our health. And secondly, when we are happier, make me happy, make me good. When we are happier through music, then we can better fight against the alien elements that enter into our body. So, almost all great poets have referred to this quality, uh, have emphasized, emphasized this quality of healing in music. Uh, uh, and also, music is food. You have heard Shakespeare, the music... If music be the food of love, then play on. And I think it's in another place where he says, the moody food of those who trade in love. Music is the food of those who trade in love. Exactly what Rumi says. So the food of lovers is music. Why? Because uh, in music, uh, you, you see the image of union with your beloved. So music is the food of lovers and the food of love. And again, Rumi says it's most beautiful and exceptional in, I think from all quotations about music that in Elm Musiri Bariman this science of music for me is the profession of my faith. You know in Islam they say Ashadan so that they, they would become a Muslim. So Rumi says my profession is not is music. Man Mu'minam, I am a believer. So this is my profession. Music uh, expresses what I want to say about the unity because music is the best symbol of 
turning multiplicity into unity because you have maximum of multiplicity you have so many notes you have rhythm and every note has so many fre frequencies and there are so many different combinations and going up and going down you see so there is so much variation and multiplicity but all of them are united magically into one one piece of music and you have one feeling so this is actually what the religions do that this whole world which is so multiple and so distracted seems to be like distracted and dispersed pearl everywhere fallen they are united together by the religious by a religious outlook you see the whole world combined together and it is all one so that is la ilaha illallah music is actually the best way of saying there is no god but god and another thing rumi says sama chist ze penhanian bedel peygam what is music it's a message from those behind the curtain of the world dil qareeb bia bad ze goftashan aram and we are in this abode of exile we are strangers here so we are afraid but when we we get a message from our friends from the other side of the curtain then our heart is filled with joy and we are at peace we we get peace out of that message dil qareeb bia bad ze goftashan aram So, again, I read a poem by Saadi that uh, Who is this minstrel who is telling the name of my friend so that I would throw not only my garment but my soul as a sacrifice for that music, for that name. and you know that in greek mythology also um, apollo who is the god of light who is the sun who is also the god of uh, music and poetry he was the one who who taught uh, how to play harp to orpheus and it has something to do with mysticism as well because our our fake school of mysticism is well known so it has something to do with mysticism it has something to do with and he was also with light and he was also the physician of the uh, gods so uh, music combines all these ideas together and that's why there is a relationship between music and light and music and healing and uh, they are all uh, finally come to one base but of course rumi emphasizes as well as nizami that uh, it is not sufficient that you have the skill of your hand music uh, like all other ideas come from god if you just learn how to perform it Uh, and uh, there was a person who was boasting constantly with Rumi that I play such uh, 
skillfully and with um, a virtuoso of uh, uh, performance. But uh, Rumi says, Chan migui ke nik daram dar honar. How much you, you boast that I can play so beautifully. Bachinin dasti cho dastamuze shaitani chesud. While the, you are motivated by devil, your hand is motivated by devil, so it is no, of no avail. So for Rumi, uh, you need to have a total integration um, before you could be a good musician or a good poet. Now we come to Nezami, who is uh, a poet of wine and a poet of uh, music. He is the one who initiated for the first time the genre of Saginame and Moganiname, two sorts of, two kinds of poetry, two forms of poetry which is still quite prevalent among poets and it is sung by musicians, I mean by vocalists. Saginame, uh, which is actually the name of a tune in Persian, modern Persian music. Uh, and Moghaninami. Sariname means uh, the songs of the Sari, the cupbearer. And Moghaninami is, uh, is the songs of the minstrel or the book of the minstrel. So oh, he is considered to be the poet of wine and the poet of uh, uh, music. And both of them mean the same for, for uh, Nezami. Why? Because when you drink that wine, you forget about yourself. And when music comes, it has, it has something to do with muse. So it is not, no longer you, but it is the muse who is speaking. So in both cases, you are beside yourself. And uh, so Nezami is the poet of joy because both music and wine should bring joy. You know, Nezami belongs to about 800 years ago uh, or maybe a little bit before. It's 900 years ago. About 100 before Rumi a little bit before Attar and uh, about 200 years before Chaucer. Uh, he has his, his fame is mostly because of his quintet, Khamse. He has got five rhyming couplets, Masnavi five rhyming couplets in five different rhyme, I mean rhythm, Persian prosody, in five different meter. First is Mahzanul Asrar, which is a treasury of secrets. That is the epic of humanity. He is praising man as he should be. And he is blaming man constantly as he what he is. 
See, all Mahsanul Asrar is divided into two. Either he's blaming, why aren't you a king? Why aren't you happy? Why aren't you a prince? Why don't you think about yourself? You are the greatest of the greatest. Why do you beg at the door of the spheres? Who are spheres? The spheres are all uh, your servants, your page servants. He's constantly remind people of uh, uh, the lofty state of man. And then it comes to two love stories, which is Khosru Shirin, of which we will speak tonight. And then we have Leili and Majnun, the two well-known lovers, Leili and Majnun. Leili is the beloved, the girl, and Majnun, which means crazy, is the general name for all lovers. You know, according to Shakespeare, the lunatic, the lover, and the poet are of the same nature. Uh, because, uh, uh, of course, it is a fine frenzy. The poet's eyes uh, in a fine frenzy rolling. It is a very fine frenzy. It's at the frenzy which is above reason. Much frenzy or madness as... Uh, Emily Dickinson says, much madness is divine sense. So, uh, Majnun is a symbol of lover in Persian literature, and there are so many stories except, um, beside those in Nizami. There are so many references by Rumi, by Attar. Everybody has mentioned uh, the name of Majnun because he is a symbol of a true lover. So, Nizami, and then uh, two romances, loving, um, I mean, romances about love. And uh, there is a collection of stories called Haft Pekar, the seven portraits or seven domes, Haft Gombat, which is a very beautiful, some consider it as the highest uh, point of. Nizami's poetry, very refined poetry. And then it comes to Eskandar Nome, which is the story of Alexander III. But of course, it is not the Alexander III, it is the Alexander uh, created by Nizami himself. It's a cult. You see, he has made a prophet out of uh, Alexander, a mystic and a traveler uh, of the road, and uh, the one who is in search of the elixir of life. And uh, so there are so many stories full of wisdom, of human wisdom in the story of Alexander, which has nothing to do with the Alexander who attacked all through the world uh, in order to dis disseminate uh, the Hellenistic or Hellenic culture. I wanted to speak about a little bit about uh, the music of Nizami himself before I speak about uh, his ideas about music and his interpretation of music. He is himself uh, a, a museum of musical proportions because both in the sounds and the meaning, the sounds are harmonious. It's full of rhythm. The first one is like this. I mean, the, the, the quintet, uh, I will just uh, 
give you an impression of what it is. It is very simple. Persian prosody uh, is so very simple that, uh, you know, Mahsan al-Asrar is uh, one beat and three, one beat and three, one beat and two. You see, and you, if you continue it by death, you see, you all will come to dance because it is full of life. And then we have Khosrow Shirin, which is uh, very good for musical, um, I mean, uh, vocalists, I mean, for vocalists. Uh, it is, uh, it is two, one, one. And then the third one is a little bit more complicated. It's more complicated. It, is, it doesn't repeat itself, but it has a combination quite harmonious and symmetrical. And then the last one is, uh, has the meter of Shahnameh, which is 2-1, uh, 2-1. And beside that, uh, his meaning is so harmonious. All his metaphors are consistent. Every idea is related somehow to another idea. You know, uh, music is, uh, has uh, three elements, is more important, three important elements. One is uh, melody. which gives you the idea. Melody is the trace, the footnote, I mean the footprint of a thought or a feeling. That's melody. And it, in poetry, it is the feeling itself, it is the thought itself. And then you have the rhythm. Or meter. And then you have harmony. Some European critics have said that Persian music uh, has almost totally uh, forgotten about harmony, and they don't use harmony, while it is not so. They use harmony, and they have orchestras, I mean, they have had group uh, playing, like orchestra, and Rumi says... Uh, out of 20, 20 players, if one, a single one, is out of tune, then the whole music is of no avail, it is, uh, loses its uh, charm. So it means that uh, we have had group playing, and uh, they use harmony of a variety of forms, both the harmony of uh, uh, the first note, and the fourth and the fifth, and then two scales, one scale of higher pitch and one scale of lower pitch when a man and woman sing together. So now, now that this is the basic elements of music, you can find it even in the poetry of uh, Nizami that it has harmony, harmony is consistency uh, and uh, proportion, 
and the rhythm is uh, repetition at certain moments, uh, which is in the meter, and uh, melody, which is the idea. So, uh, Nizami is itself a great symphony, all his works. If you translate it into music, actually some have done it. And uh, some Iranian musicians have created uh, symphonies out of the works of Nizami, inspired by him. When uh, a great musician is inspired by a great literary work, what it means? It means that it's a different version of the same idea. So it has got the melody, the idea into melodies, and the, the proportions into harmony, and then so it is a new language, which is more universal. It's more universal than Persian and English. This everybody can understand, the harmony here. But the harmony in literature is much more to follow. You know, uh, O. Henry, in one of his stories, he says the two hours, he wants to say the time passed very quickly. He says the two hours tripped by on rosy wings. You see, this is not consistent. This is a harsh metaphor because tripped by on rosy wings. See, it is not consistent. But he is, uh, his excuse is accepted and it's very good that he did it because he wanted to say that uh, the, 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 the character, I mean, uh, that uh, Dela, who is uh, the wife uh, of the story, uh, is in a very upset situation. So that's why he is using purposely this uh, hushed or mixed metaphor. So this is again proportion, because it has something to do with this state of uh, her being, with, sorry, with her state of being. So, uh, you can find harmony everywhere, and uh, you can find, find dancing everywhere, you can find poetry everywhere. Persian, uh, in Persian literature, I mean in Persian uh, music, the name of certain tunes show that they are representative of uh, nature and they want to communicate something. It is not just music. It is based on some idea. I'll just read for you a, a few numbers. For example, Khine Siavash. This is for revenge. It is hatred people feel against Afrasiyav. Or Khune Khine Iraj. Or you have Chupani pastoral music. We have we have one tune which is called pastoral. We have Ruhul uh, Arva means the spirit of the spirits. This is the name of a tune. So what does that mean? It means that it has something to do with that great spirit which has filled the whole world. And you have, for example, Nahi, which means be moaning and be wailing. You have Leilio uh, Majnun. Um, which is, it, it bemoans of separation, like the reed, pipe reed of Rumi. And we have Surush, which is the music who inspires poets, I mean the muse, sorry, who inspires poets. And we have Mah Bar Kohan, moon on the plays. Uh, on, see, so 
it takes you to the skies and you have Jame uh, Daran which I will later explain so the name of these tunes which are about 700 tunes altogether each show that uh, Persian music has a theme it is not just uh, playing for superficial pleasure to just uh, make to offer an entertainment it is a language it wants to say something Nizami has had so many imitators who have all failed more than a hundred four hundred poets of their uh, Nizami have tried to create something like Mahzan al-Asrar or Treasury of Secrets. But uh, Nizami himself says that I have made a sword out of the diamond of words, diamond of uh, poetry, and then I have cut off the head of all who are going to come after him from beforehand. And he is true because no one up to the present day, such great people, great poets, Mystics also, uh, they have all failed. They have not even approached. Some of them have said, well, we are nothing compared to Nizami. People like Amir Khosru Dehlavi, for example, who is a very great musician himself and a very great poet. He is called the Parrot of India. He says, well, he has not left anything for us to say. I'm just, because, of lo- because I love Nizami, I'm just imitating him to be with him, to somehow engage myself with his poetry. It is not because I'm going to create something like him. See, so there are uh, so um, humble towards uh, his greatness. Now, out of the all the messages I mentioned, which are conveyed by these tunes, I have chosen only one to explain how Nizami is speaking about union through music. Union or marriage is the most important theme in the world because the end of all the stories in Persian literature at least is marriage. And finally they get married. That is the end of most stories because in in Persia um, people scarcely tend towards tragedy. All the stories, after all hardships, uh, they come out to union. And this is because this is the comedy of the world. This is the divine comedy. There is no tragedy in the world. The divine comedy shows us that we go out of hell, we go to purgatory, and then we go to paradise. So that's why uh, all the stories should finally end in union. And uh, before union... I mean, before um, uh, marriage ceremonies and before the conclusion of that, uh, you could say, marriage uh, bond, uh, there is a feast, which they call marriage feast. And then they call minstrels and players to uh, entertain people and to engage them. So Nezami has done the same at the end of the story of Khosro Shirin. You know Khosro is the king, he is the heir to the land of Jamshid, and he is a great king, 
and he has fallen in love with uh, Shirin, and then after uh, much hardship and uh, so uh, some episodes of separation, they have uh, finally uh, decided to get married. So Nezami has arranged for a party, and then uh, since the two lovers are not still initiated, I mean they are not mahram to each other, they, are, they have not actually married, so they should be separated so far. So one sits in his tent here, and the other sits in his tent here. And they, you know the role of music is here, that here is sitting Shirin, and he calls, he has got a, a minstrel for herself, who is called Nakisa. Nakisa, is an ancient Persian minstrel, a player. And the other one, Khosro, has also called Barbat. It's called Barbat. Nakisa is going to communicate, to convey the feelings of Shirin. Shirin speaks and then tell him that I feel like this in music. That parde, you know, in in Persian music we call those stops. Uh, we call it parde, which means also curtain. So music is behind the curtain. See, so they are both behind the curtain of their tent, and the music is behind the curtain, is communicating what they feel, and so. In Persian music, there is often uh, a conversation between, sometimes uh, between two minstrels, and if there are not no two minstrels, between two strings. You see, the, uh, the string of higher pitch and the string of lower pitch. You see, for example, the one which is of a higher pitch is a symbol of separation and bemoaning and bewailing, you see, is playing. But uh, the, the other string, which is of a lower pitch, is, has wisdom, more wisdom, and more matured person. He answers and to, to the uh, lover that, you know, don't, don't be impatient, things like, are like this. He gives them some um, instructions and some advice. So, uh, this conversation is very common in Persian music, even in one single, in one single uh, instrument with... Um, different strings. They often play uh, the same tune by on different uh, uh, octaves. So, Shirin is sitting here, Barbat is, uh, I mean, with Nakisa, and Khosro is sitting here with Barbat. Now what they say? In different tunes, I mean, every time Nakisa is playing a, a special tune which has something to do with what Shirin has said. If she is a string of separation, so she is playing such and such uh, tune which is uh, in harmony with her feeling. Now, it's the woman who starts. Because woman is a symbol of God. Love starts from woman. Not from man. He, she first calls. She starts, actually. So here Nizami also 
gives the role to Nakisa as first. And Nakisa bar tariqi kansanam khast furu khandin ghazal dar parde rast. No, Nakisa, as he was advised by Shirin, uh, as she wished, started playing in a tune which is called rast, which means truth. All right. Right. So what is the greatest truth in the world? So uh, he wants to say the most important thing now in this, in this tune of truth. This is the name of the tune. Now here, uh, Nizami is interpreting what the musician is playing. In this Pardeh, in this curtain, behind the curtain. He is showing what goes on behind the curtain of the heart of Shirin. مخص به دیده دولت زمانی مگر از خوشدلی یا بی نشانی. Don't go to sleep. Be awake so that you will find a trace or sweet smell of happiness, so far as you have not achieved to attain that true happiness, that essential happiness, which is yours, don't go to sleep. A lover should be awake most of the time. I mean, all of the time. Actually, in Persian literature, they say that a lover should never go to sleep. Of course, it doesn't mean the physical sleep. It means that uh, even... When Majnun, he, when he was sleeping, he was constantly uh, dreaming of Layli. So he was never uh, completely asleep. He was constantly thinking about his beloved. Uh, Shakespeare says that except for the constant image of the thing which is beloved, uh, lovers are distracted in all other things except in the constant image of the thing uh, which is uh, beloved. Yeah, beloved. So uh, that's most important that you should achieve happiness. Nezami, in many of his works, he emphasizes that why you are sleeping, why you are not happy. Hop, make efforts and try hard so that you become Then Shirin starts to say that if I come to your house, I'm, I don't come to your house as uh, a queen, but as a, f- a handmaid. And uh, I sacrifice myself to you. And that is true marriage. True marriage is, uh, as uh, Emily Dickinson said, that I gave myself to him and got him for the price.
And then he says that if you burn me, even if you burn me, uh, like oud, what is that oud? When they, uh, it's, it's, um, it's incense. Incense, yes. If you, if you burn me, I don't care, because uh, burning for lovers is uh, peace, just like Abraham, whose fire was turned into a garden by God. So, um, the burning of lovers is a burning which uh, doesn't hurt you, and it is all peace. And then, when Shirin says these things, and expresses herself, uh, her love, uh, and actually she is calling Khosro to true happiness. At the same time, it's a symbol of God, who is calling all people to eternal joy. You know, according to Ibn Sina, the most joyful of all beings is God, because he has everything to enjoy. So, he is calling Khosro that you have to become happy, then come to me. And then Nakisa Chonzad in Afsane Barchang, when Nakisa played this story on his, uh, because Nakisa had a lawyer, Chang, and Barbat has something which is called Seta. Seta is something probably like tar or it's a string instrument. So this is the first time that Khosro has heard the voice, the, the message of Shirin. So now see what he says in, in, the, in a parde, in a tune which is called Iraq. Iraq. It came from... This is the name of another uh, parde, uh, which according to Rumi, Parde Araq is for the end to bring separation to an end. It is the first signs of union, the, the rising of the sun of union. So he says, Araqi var bangas charh bugzasht dar ahang Araq be ahang Araq in lahn bardash. He started singing and playing in the tune of Araq. Now what he says. Nasimet dust miyabad damagam. Oh, what a sweet smelling. Where is it coming from? Nasimet dust miyabad damagam. My mind is filled with the fragrance of my beloved. What has happened? Khiyale ganj miyabad damagam. The light of my reason uh, is seeing the image of treasures. مگر باد بهشت اینجا گذر کرد I wonder whether it was whether it is the breeze of, of the paradise which is passing by or whether که چندین خورمی that brought about so much happiness for us so this is the breeze that message of calling is the first breeze that you smell uh, you have the sweet smell of, of uh, your beloved. 
and he has compared it to so many different things. I don't read all of them. Is it a, a cypress uh, which has, uh, uh, which is in our garden, or is it a moon which has come through our window into my room? Is it so, or is it shirin? At, at the end, this is what they call it, tajahul al-arif. This is a figure of a speech which you know, you know what you want to say, but you say it in a different ways to express your feeling. I, I don't know whether it is this or whether it is that. So, uh, like uh, Ibn Fariz al-Misri, he says, Awamizu barqin bil Is it a lightning I see? Or is it Laylai Amiri? Or is it Layli who has turned the night into, uh, into day? So, in this way, the conversation goes on. And they speak about the different things which has happened during these, the time of their acquaintance. For many years they were acquainted, but there were so many problems they couldn't get married. So, uh, behind the curtain, they speak about these things, they apologize and then uh, they, they confess that it was my fault and it wasn't your fault, or he is shearing somewhere, explains that if you happen to come to my castle and I didn't let you in, because at that time it wasn't expedient, and uh, he is explaining and justifying things uh, all under the curtain of music. And then finally, Nakisa dar taranum jodui sacht. And then Nakisa starts uh, playing a very uh, enchanting uh, tune. Pasangya in Qazal dar Rahuvi sacht. And then in, uh, in another tune which is called Rahuvi, he has started singing that Besaze yar ba yaran del sus. This Rahuvi has the theme of Carpe Diem. Seize the day. Be happy today. Don't think about yesterday. Don't think about what had happened before. Now we can be friends. You cannot depend on tomorrow. And uh, so, because yesterday um, is dead, and tomorrow has not come yet. And after all, we cannot depend on tomorrow. Who is sure of having another tomorrow? So, this night we have to sit together and drink wine and to be happy. Uh, and if you... Uh, you see, actually, he is calling uh, the beloved uh, that uh, you shouldn't be coy and disdainful because if you grudge your beauty from me, then you will lose finally your beauty and nothing would remain. And if, if a flower does not let you smell it, then after a time it is blown by the wind. So it, it has the theme of Andrew Marvel's uh, very famous uh, poem to, to his coy mistress and where he says that uh, I see that the chariot of death is, uh, is coming behind us so if it wasn't coming then you could be disdainful and you can reject me for another hundred years but we have not so much time so be shetab omr bin ahestegi chant gireh bukshay undo the nuts of relationship between us, 
بستگی چند how far you are in chains in fetters شتاب اون بین seed at the haste of time the haste of our life and then so make haste don't be slow به عمری کوبوت پنجاه یا شست this whole life is how much it is either 50 or 60 uh, no more than that or 70 so uh, we shouldn't create so much problems for ourselves and uh, to, to make so many conditions for making love خوشان باشد که امشب باده نوشیم it is good that we sit together tonight and drink wine امان باشد که فردا باز کوشیم Uh, could we be sure that uh, we are going to live tomorrow گلی را کو نبوید آدمی زاد چو هنگام خزان آید برد باد so when he says this and then he goes on to say all I wish in my whole life is union with you and then if I have that union and then I love life otherwise I don't love life at all so if uh, I could attain this union then all my thorns would bloom into flowers because our self our self according to Rumi our self is all thorn and our beloved is all flower when you leave your own self then you bloom And uh, you are no longer a thorn. So he says that uh, then they speak of union. When uh, Khosro listen to these yearnings and uh, loving words, then he rent his garment. You see, this is the name of another tune. which is called Jamedaran. Jamedaran is a time when you just rend your garment out of joy. Because when you are beside yourself, actually beside yourself, you know, beside yourself with joy. When joy comes, a true joy comes, you, you remember that in Pilgrim's Progress, when the pilgrim, the traveler, uh, happens to see the cross of Jesus Christ, then he is beside himself with joy because uh, the, the heavy burden on his back falls down. And when this heavy burden of sorrows fall down, then you are beside yourself with joy. So, uh, this is Jame Daran. And I will uh, explain a little bit more about this Jame Daran later. به صد فریاد گفته بار بدهان قوی کن جان مدل کار بدهان He was uh, actually fainting out of happiness and so he said to بار بد Oh بار بد strengthen my heart strengthen my heart uh, play a tune uh, that would uh, give me more energy to stand uh, so here Barbat played another tune which is called Zirafkan means bring it down because he had put Khosro into fire 
and then he had to pour some water on it and to uh, just calm him down. So Barbat is playing a tune which is called Zira, can means uh, throw it, bring it down or throw it down. Furukhandin Ghazal ra. At the same time, zirafkan means bring yourself down. When you come to love, bring yourself to the lowest level and say, be Adam. You know, one of the most important uh, lessons we can get from Adam is that he repented. And he didn't say like Satan that, well, let's argue, oh my God, it was your fault and since you, uh, you... tempted me or you uh, what do you call it you intrigued me and tempted me so I <coughs> tempt all humanity he didn't speak like that he wasn't impudent he wasn't impolite before God he was polite he played the tune of Zirafkan and he said okay no it wasn't my it was my fault Uh, you had ordered, or it, I did it with my own intention. And, uh, see, so this is Zirafkan. Bebakhsho, ey sanam bar uzr, khahi. Pardon, O oh my idol. Pardon the lover who offers a hundred apology for every sin. And hundred times I repent of what I have done. Geraz hukmetu ruzi. If I happen to disobey you for a few days or for a single, uh, I had a single disobedience, then since then I have been drinking poison of repentance. So no problem. If you send all the sorrows to me, I am a lover. A lover has to suffer those sorrows, hardships. Send all hardships to lovers. You are the beloved. You should be happy. You should have no sorrow at all. Because sorrow is for the lover, not for the beloved. The beloved is to be free from all. He, she has to be disdainful. She has to be coy and sit on the throne of rejection and say no. I. But at the same time, when he says no, he means yes, of course. Uh, there is a story of Majnun, you know, that crazy lover, Majnun, they asked him, what is the, the most sweet word for you? What word you love best? He said, I love the word no. <laughs> they asked, how, how is it that you love, what is this word? He said, because the first time I offered, I proposed to Leili, she said no, but she meant yes. <laughs> See, so that is why I love, that's the most, the sweetest word. in the world for me. So this is what we call in Persian, I, I doubt if there is exact equivalent in English, we call it Nas. When you say no with your lips and you say yes with your eyes. Feigning the stain. Actually, Persian literature is, or, and Persian uh, music also It is partly naz and partly niyaz. Niyaz means you offer uh, your apologies and you say that, oh, uh, you, you bemoan and you bewail and you show your, 
your love. That is niyaz. And on the other side of no, I don't uh, like it, uh, you go away with you, you are not a true lover still. Uh, you see, you, didn't, you, you happen to say I, you shouldn't have said I. So that is naz and niyaz. You see? And in Persian music also, uh, the, the, there are two strings or more strings. Some of them means naz and some of them means niyaz. تو گر از حکم تو روزی سر کشیدم بس زهر پشیمانی چشیدم منم عاشق مرا غم سازگار است تو با من تا توانی ناز میساز you can be as disdainful as you like to eternity i would accept it i would never be cold you, you know there is a very beautiful poem by i think it's by spencer that my beloved is like ice and i am like fire And the strange thing is that the more I, this fire approaches that ice, the ice gets harder and more cold still. And on the other side, the more that coldness is exposed to this fire, the fire becomes more inflaming. You see, it means that uh, the, the, the yearning of lover and the coldness of the beloved. That coldness is actually a sort of naz. So he says, You can do as much as you like. You can be disdainful, you can be coy and uh, rejecting. Uh, I would accept and I would submit myself to all your naz. اگر من جان دهم در مهربانی تو را باید که باشد زندگانی if i happen to sacrifice if i sacrifice my life it doesn't matter because you are the true um, living being actually referring to god that uh, god is high god is really alive If we are all dead, no problem, because you are alive, and then you, you will make us all alive again. This is what also Emily Dickinson says, that I don't care if all my life is gone away, if all my days are gone away. Rumi also says, If a thousand days go pass by, it doesn't matter, because you should remain, because if you remain, everything remains. چو برزد سوری اگر من جان دهم در مهربانی تو را باید که باشد زندگانی مرا اگر روز و روزی رفت برباد تو را هر روز روز از روز بهباد I wish you a better day every day if all my days are lost I don't care I wish you a better day every day and then this is the end of the job of the players because when all of a sudden when this last tune is played by Barbat uh, which uh, Nizami says that he played such lively and fresh uh, tune music on dry wood and dry out he brought it out of dry dry strings and dry wood he created such fresh and lively and lovely music when he did so dil shirin bedan charbi barafrokht 
Then the heart of Shirin uh, was aflame. And uh, and that flame burned away all reason. Because uh, reason can only be burnt in the flames of love. And all discussions end with love. Because discussions come from reason, and uh, reason is burnt. So, now, Shirin started singing, singing herself independently. So, they dismissed the barbat and dismissed because they were intermediary. They were dallole, or they were, what do you call dallole? Or intermediary. intermediary, yes. They were intermediary. So now Shirin started singing. She cried out of joy and started singing. And then he, when he heard the voice of Shirin, he also started singing in the same tune, in harmony, because when a man and woman sing, uh, there is at least one octave, octave uh, of interval. So, um, Nezami says it was like when uh, you sing in the mountain, and then the mountain uh, calls it back to you. So, on the one side, Shirin was singing, and on the other side, the king was rending his own garment because rending one's garment is actually getting uh, naked and denuded and preparing for union so uh, Rumi also refers to that man shudam orian zetan u askhial he had a garment you know because this nature this whole world is a garment of God so if, if we are going to have union and to make love he has to denude himself out of the garment. And I have to denude myself out of my garment, which is myself. So you have to rend your garment. This is the time when you prepare yourself for union. So, as on su mahtarane barkishide, as in su shah firahan daride. On this side, she is singing, and on this side, uh, he is. Uh, just rending his garment. There is a very funny story, uh, very lovely story, I should say, uh, by Rumi, that once when he had lost Shams, and uh, he didn't know where to find him, you know, he was uh, more than any lover in the world in love with Shams. So somebody passed by and said, Oh, Molana, I have seen Shams, he is not dead. Because there were some rumors that he was dead. He said, Oh, Molana, I have seen him in Damesh, in such and such place. And Rumi uh, just uh, take out, I mean, took out his garment and threw it as a gift for him. And then people said, Well, he is lying. He is a liar. Rumi said, I know that he is a liar. This is because, because this is just a gift for his lying. If he told the truth, I would throw my whole soul, not only garment. You see, so this is good for his lying. 
because even lying, uh, which brings in news of my beloved, it's good. It needs a gift. So this bringing out one's garment and, uh, and it, at a deeper, deeper level means uh, actually um, you have to rend the garment of your soul so that John which is your soul John and Johnan which is your beloved this has to go before you could get to your Johnan so here uh, you see that uh, Nezami uh, through a musical uh, uh, musical words he is actually preparing the two lovers for union that they become denuded so they dismissed the two motreb and they took uh, each other's hand and then they went to the bridal to the bridal uh, bed and uh, I bring it to an end by adding that this is the divine comedy of Nezami that starts from the hell of separation and goes on in the purgatory of hope and then in the paradise of union thank you Actually, Rumi is more engaged with uh, music even than Nezomi. I doubt if there is any poet in the whole world who has so many references to music all through his poetry. Actually, there you can scarcely find any sonnet, I mean, any, uh, any ghazal or lyric poetry of Rumi that you cannot find the two words, a wine and motreb. Motreb mahtabru, anche shenidi begu. Oh, the minstrel of moon, of the beauty of the moon. Moon-faced minstrel. What, you, what have you heard? Tell us. Because motreb is the one who has heard. You see? Motreb mahtabru, anche shenidi begu. Mohamedi mahrami. We are all um, initiated. Um, so, no problem to tell us what you have heard from behind the curtain. I forgot to uh, say something which I think is necessary before there is any more question, that uh, Nezami actually uh, believes that uh, all our being is a musical instrument and our creator has tuned us up in a particular scale. And if you change it, then 
uh, you would be out of tune, as uh, Wordsworth says, for this, for everything, we are out of tune, because we no longer enjoy. We are out of tune, because we have not kept the, simil the similarity between us and our uh, creator, who has tuned us up according to his own music. So he says that uh, uh, those who are behind the curtain have created you in a particular scale. You have just, uh, you are putting your hand in the wrong, wrong uh, stops. So that's why you have become, uh, you have created so much disgrace in the world. And then he says that uh, don't uh, uh, put your fingers except on those particular uh, uh, determined uh, stops of your being. So it actually means be like Adam. You have the tune up, the tune up of Adam. And uh, you see that uh, people when they, they are not, when they are out of tune, even when you speak with them, just like a musical instrument, when it is out of tune, you see, even if you just touch it, it, it is a horrible noise. And people are horrible just because it, they are out of tune. It doesn't matter wh why, how you play them. Uh, there is a story that uh, a lady was at home and somebody knocked at the door and said, who, who are you? He said, well, I have just come from a center of piano uh, to tune up your piano. He said, well, I have not asked for that. He said, yes, but your neighbors have collected some money <laughs> to pay for that because it is so horrible. You see? So when people are out of tune, uh, the mere touching of them creates horrible noise. So Nezami says that you have to be in tune according to your scale. You have a particular scale in the world. Yes. Adam represents that scale, the tuning. Yes. Yeah. So Adam is perfect despite his disobedience. disobedience. It actually, that that disobedience for a short time made us out of tune. But you know, uh, in Persian we say gushmali when you turn somebody's. You see, because you do the same with uh, musical instruments. You you just uh, pinch it and. Uh, uh, twist it, twist it a little bit. Sadi says, "Ke az dasi mutreb khorat gushmal." Cho avaze barbat bovad mustaqim. When uh, the instrument is playing correctly, then they wouldn't uh, twist his ears. You see. So uh, they also want to say that whatever happens to us, it is just a sort of gushmali. They want to tune us up again. The hardships that come into this world, it's because you have to be tuned up again. Yes? It's very much um, started by the middle of this century. People began saying that poetry was words on the page and had lost the sense that the very essence of poetry is, is its music, which uh, the, the poets who believe in the soul Yes, yeah. How very true. And this age, free verse, had taken the place of metrics in poetry, and that is because of 
Yes, yeah. That's true. Everything, this also has happened in arts, you see, because they are not in, in harmony with our nature. You see, we need symmetry. We need balance. We need harmony. We need that things should have some relationships with each other and uh, the colors, everything. So, uh, because it is a time of sorrow, a time of despair, despair changes into sorrow and sorrow changes into uh, distraction and distraction means uh, multiplicity and then everything is dispersed. See, so um, they don't just, you can't put them together. The first thing you have to know about a piece of art is how these things are related to each other, which is lost in many uh, of modern art and many, much of modern poetry. You are right that the music, oh, wild west wind, you see, it's full of music by Shelley. Uh, actually, when I translated the poem by Shelley and I was reading it somewhere, somebody said, is that uh, of Rumi? It, it was so, uh, so very uh, near that uh, the, um, the one remains, the many change and pass. The lights of heaven forever shines. The earth's shadows fly. Uh, the world, like a dome of many-colored glass, paints the white radiance of eternity. I have said, Ango hari yegane baqis javdane. They thought not Rumi, but it belongs to Jami. Actually, Jami has a poem quite near to that. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. So you are right that uh, in recent times, uh, much of the beauty and uh, the music of poetry is lost, both uh, in the sounds as well as in in relationship. The metaphors are all uh, mixed and uh, confusing. You can hardly get anything out of it. While Nezami, every word, you see, actually... It is very surprising. He says that, for example, about Muhammad. He wants to say Muhammad had all the merits from Adam to Jesus. Right? And he was Ummi. Means... Uh, he was... He didn't read and he didn't write. So Om is Aleph and Mim, right? Om. Which means mother at the same time. And it means, oh, me means the one who, uh, who knows as much as a child <laughs> is born by his mother. So he says that, He is on me, but still he is speaking with eloquent words from Aleph Adam and Mime Masih. The, the Aleph of Adam, he has started from Aleph of Adam up to the Mime of Masih. That is Om, because he knows everything. See, so every uh, part of uh, his poetry uh, is related somehow to other parts. This uh, Nizami had been praised by other poets. 
that every single line you have expanded so much wisdom you have expanded so much beauties you have uh, you are so wealthy to expend so much money on uh, thousands and thousands of, po- of your poetry I think we should all thank Dr. Kofi thank you very much